plans to build your next epic conquest? Perhaps the next battle map to have your adventurers reconsider their life choices? Then consider taking your tabletop into the world of Solaris by adventuring forth to our digital shop at coffee.com backslash There you can purchase exciting setting and battle maps used in Season 1 as well as Season 2 of Critting Grin to upload to your favorite virtual tabletop. Prefer to go old school? Print out these beautiful setting and battle maps on parchment to lay forth in front of your adventurers and watch their faces fill with curiosity and excitement. That's ko-fi.com backslash grin where your next adventure awaits. This is Creating Grin. Join us as we play Dungeons and Dragons around ye old table, throwing dice, telling stories, and creating legacies. My name is Eric, and I will be your dungeon master for this chapter of our tale. With me, as always, the Crit Crew. And on my left, we have. I'm Katie, playing Elias Idlewind, a Nerdanazi druid and the classiest sailor you've ever seen. I'm Ashley, I'm playing Runa, uh, far from home, trying not to act like a uh, glowy-eyed schoolgirl with everything, because, uh, you know, a fierce, independent woman. <laughs> Don't leave a man. <laughs> and I'm Brian, playing Imon Revan, the aquatic half-elf bard, who just really enjoys talking his way out of shit. And I'm Jason, playing uh, Dark Clean Zeldruic, Assassin of the Week. I'm a uh, dark elf, <laughs> as we are getting ready to uh, head into the Twisted Tempers. I love this character so much. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just gonna put that out there now. All right. Well, welcome everyone to Chapter Two: The Twisted Tempers. As you all find yourselves in a foreign land, both. Iamon and Ilias yak outside of the ruins. As they do that, both Runa along with... I'm just calling you Nox, because I don't remember what you said. <laughs> but it was fantastic. Uh, you guys are going to find a dark elf standing nearby, kind of looking like, like a curious dog. His head is tilted as he's watching the two... Uh, kind of throwing up a little bit. What would everyone like to do? That was terrible. Let's never do it again. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Just what everyone will hear. <laughs> clearing of throat. It's not nearly as bad as falling off the side of a mountain. I'm gonna... Why have you fallen off the side of a mountain? Well, there was a lot of ice in this one patch, and, you know... Guys, we're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nox is right there. 
There, there's, 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 there's dark elves. That's correct. There's another yeah. one, I guess. There's correct. There's a male. There's a male dark elf who was standing, kind of observing. Oh, ours this is the female. Party. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, hi. I just look at the elf. Hello. It's like first time. First timers. I presume that you are from the syndicate. No. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Oi. <laughs> My name is Balak. I will be your guide to Tidal. Nice to meet you. Nice I'm Ilias. Nice to meet you as well, Ilias. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. Runa. Runa. That Dark one has Lean. several names. Darkling. Darkling. What house do you hail from? The Assassins of the Week. Zeldruvik. So you're outside the Twitter I am okay. outside of the city. <laughs> anyway, follow me. We have much ground to cover, and if we're going to make it there, the trek is long. It could be arduous. Keep your ears, eyes, and other senses open to the fake creatures that wander. Here's a map change. Okay, what you will see before you is a zoomed-in kind of cutaway version of the Twisted Timbers. You all will start at the bottom where the Royal Syndicate banner token is. And that is where the... Brian's got a confused look on your face. Is it not there? Well, no, I just... just, the, The confused look on my face is like, why the hell did we teleport that far. That's it. Come on. It's a day. It's a day's travel. We got like ten more days ahead of us. You You also entered into the Fey, too. So it was like just... The wild magic probably won't let us teleport directly. Oh, speaking of, there is wild magic in here. Just keep that in mind. For you magic users. Yay. (laughs) There's magic. Um, but yes, it is essentially uh, kind of their safe house. It's where they're allowed to freely enter in and out. Mm. If you would have attempted to try to cross through into any other way, you would have been met with hostile force. Oh. So that's why you only teleported a day into that location. <clears throat> um, each square on said map is seven miles trek, so you should be able to cover some ground. Uh, you can travel at normal pace up to three miles, so if you do the math, you can get about 24 miles in a full day. So that's, what, three and a half-ish squares, roughly, depending on encounters or not. So it should take you a couple days to navigate on a clean path with a guide up to Teardog. I've made friends with the wolf. Oh, boy. Hello, hello, wandering dog. Um, So he begins to set out. And basically, the teleportation circle is kind of been built in this kind of rough log cabin, if you will, or kind of a wooden shack. Um, Did they at least make it outside before they? Oh yacked. no, they they no. yacked right outside the circle. So just watch your step. Yeah, delicately around. When you exit the kind of safe dwellings or chambers or home of the royal syndicate into the actual Twisted Timbers, there is a different feeling. Those of you who use magic, you feel slightly strange. Uh, it is like this kind of cold, creepy tingle on the back of your neck. Like, you get that 
cold chill kind of a thing, and it's constant, so it's always there to remind you magic is wild here. The lighting is dim, so those of you with dark vision, it'll kind of kick in and kick out occasionally. Those of you without dark vision, it looks like kind of a, a, a really heavily overcast day, if you will. Maybe a, maybe a little darker than that. But there's large, brutish, stout trees that kind of jut up into the sky, you know, 80 to 100 feet. And the, the kind of foliage and plumage of these trees are vastly large in uh, radius or diameter. Lovely. And they create a kind of sun-blotting canopy. Uh, there are bits of sunlight that kind of stream through in which you'll see kind of tiny little, almost like fireflies or kind of flashing uh, light-type like creatures or insects kind of occasionally clustering in the light or um, on different plants and foliage that's on the floor. And it's your stereotypical kind of face setting. Things glow, things that, you know, should be a plant, look strange. Colors are slightly brighter in hue. Um... It does feel strange to everyone else as far as, like, things seem to operate a little bit differently here, such as time. Keep that in mind. Brian. Time you by me. Um, and yeah, the guide, uh, Baylock, or Baylock uh, is what I said, uh, is going to just march. He's expecting you to follow. At this point, he's about 10 feet ahead of you. He's not looking back. He's just trying to get his job done. So I ask what the marching order will be. Oh, I'm following, man. I'm going. Okay, so... Fox behind. I am on, will be second. Duckling. Duckling. Whatever. Duckling? Duckling. Oh, is that right? Duckling? Duckling. Duckling. Like Darkling. Quark? Like... Darkling. Darkling. Okay. I'll be last. Okay, so there's our march. We have a jungle we must keep up. As you are marching through the forest... Anything you guys wish to say, do, conversations being had? Definitely gonna maybe like whisper up to throne. So what happens if I touch the glowing mushrooms? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so you can see the glowing mushrooms too. I thought I was just tripping. <laughs> Did you already have some? <laughs> no, I, I assumed this was some, uh, you know, hmm, potential side effect of the teleportation. Okay, huh. huh. Do you touch a glowing mushroom? (laughs) I'm going to, like, look up to the two dark elves and be like, so if I touch one of the mushrooms... The only one that I'll probably see you is ducking... Nature or survival? That is nature. That's an eight. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Take a minute to debate, and then I'm totally going to... Yeah, I go for one. Okay. Is there like a blue or a purple? Yes, there is. They okay. have the like a with the spotted the white spots on the cap. Okay. When you touch it, it kind of goes. Oh, oh what? Like squat down and be like, it's so cute. And when you get down to it, you can see tiny little squinty eyes, kind of on the, the stalk of the mushroom, and a tiny little mouth, and it kind of goes. Oh. I'm just gonna pat it slowly on the head. It's so adorable. Can Keep we up. take one? Keep up. <laughs> yeah, you are falling behind. Everybody <laughs> is walking. I feel like if you yoink Goodbye. that, it's gonna die. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. 
my little one. <laughs> and you hear another oh. from the side of it as you look and see all of the mushrooms in this particular patch are some type of creature with eyes and mouths, and they all make this adorable little cooing sound. Okay, like, the coo is gonna get me. So I'm gonna, like, take one little look, I'm gonna go back and just, like, pat a few more. You're all good boys. And then I'm gonna run back to the group. <laughs> Alright. I was told this isn't Pokemon and I can't collect things, but <laughs> we have mushrooms with eyes Drow that make escort Baylock is going to look back to you and say, your associates are very strange. They are very strange. You must keep up. The dangers are. I don't know how many times I tell them that everything here will kill them. (laughs) It's very true. We must watch on. He will continue to walk. Pussy Australia. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe Maybe Australia was my inspiration. This is fantasy Australia. Everything will kill you. Nothing against Australia. (laughs) Same. It's a very interesting place. Everything. Don't want to die. So. You guys are not going to do anything of this point, but follow your guide. I would like one of you to volunteer and roll me a percentage dice. I'm going to move the token seven miles before we roll for danger. I want it to be my fault that we get an apple. I know. Nobody (laughs) wants to volunteer for this. Only one. Perfect. And the marching order is the same? Yes. Okay, fantastic. Passive perceptions are, looks like, 14 for Nox, 15 for the two of you. Katie, quit hitting the chair. (laughs) (laughs) Okie dokie. So. I totally forgot it. I thought I broke something (laughs) As you guys are traveling, both Ilias and Runa are going to hear this kind of sick in the distance. We're talking significantly in front of where you are. Balak is going to stop and he is going to draw forth his uh, rapier. So we'll have. All of you will notice that the rapier itself is of a strange dark tinged metal, something that you're not extremely familiar with. It looks different than anything you've seen. He uh, will crouch. Good. Uh, you said that the trees are very big here. Some Would this of be something like I'm going to have my bow at the ready or I'm probably going to go with my short sword? Like, is there enough room between trees that I can get okay. the shots off? So, uh, the density of the forest currently is enough that you could... Yeah, it's not like tight and, and compact. No, there's enough spacing between them that you can you can maneuver. You can get line of sight, and how and the other thing is is there are normal sized trees here. So think of like, oh, I don't know, every third or fourth tree might be a, like equivalent to like a giant sequoia tree, and then you have your normal 15, 20 foot trees, maybe a ten foot tree, and they just kind of range all around. Um, and color as well, you're noticing that there are trees that have light blue uh, leaves, trees that are normal, like green, but more of a really bright kind of almost translucent color. It's really strange. Very pastel in color, as a lot of these are, uh, as well as like the pine trees would be, the needles on them would be various pinks and blues and greens, etc. And there are some strange trees that have like giant balls of light instead of leaves that kind of pulse and provide some some light source. 
Back to the danger at hand, as your guide, Balok, is going to squat after drawing his weapon, and he is going to crouch slowly towards a nearby tree to take cover, and he will look to encourage each one of you to find shelter or cover as well. Will. Will do. His stealth mm-hmm. is only so-so. <laughs> Once he gets into position, the creepy kind of strange talk is going to silence. Now, does anybody speak gnomish? No oh, chance. No. New. Rolling stealth. I assume that that's what you want to do. Yeah. Everybody's just staring. I wasn't sure. So I got a twelve for my stealth to kind of crouch down and get into the uh, bushes and stuff. I have a twenty-five for my stealth. I have a one, a three <laughs> for a total of four. <laughs> Uh, I have an 18 for my stealth. <laughs> so we have what? 21. 25. 25, okay. 18. 12. <laughs> 1. 4, but yeah. Okay. Um, the conversation stopped, it halted, and now it's into creepy whispers that are very hard to make out. Yeah. I'm gonna pull out my rapier. Yeah, I've definitely got my bow drawn arrow knocked. Just very carefully listening for. Apparently, I'm standing in the middle of the path, but um, I will have my quarter staff in hand. I will have my rapier and hand crossbow out. See what is going on. Okay, so let me do a map change. You guys can place your miniatures on the map, and if you will, place this miniature to represent Balak. Balak is white? Correct. He is the white token on the map. You're in the front middle, apparently, as of now. Uh, there's me, and there is a heel. Oh, what a big base you have. Okay, so at this point, this was kind of where I had everybody envisioned the marching order would have been the same. I didn't throw them on the marching order, but I can tell you that Balak would have moved to the trunk of this tree to take cover. I probably would have followed suit. Okay, so you can position your token wherever you feel. Because I didn't have the greatest strength of stealth. Knox, what are you planning on doing? Uh, let's go deep into the blue. Go deep. Okay. I go. It's deep I go. blue. I will be standing in the middle of that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because you're like, huh? What? Like, what? Why are you all going to the forest? I mean, I heard Weird. the noises, but like, are we hiding? <laughs> I mean, everybody else planned on it, but uh, <laughs> you're just like, oh, I'm almost uh, right here. Okay. So, that being said, it looks as if Runa and Knox would be the first to spot because they're moving in. Weaving kind of 
your pathway and looking up ahead, you're going to spot three short-looking creatures <laughs> surrounding a dead, medium-sized humanoid. Oh, lovely. They are whispering. It matches with the whispers you've heard. And they are cautious-looking as they're looking around. They are going to slowly pull forth a weapon, each one of them do, as it looks like a gnarly looking wicked sickle that's almost as big as they are. Kind of and the way they've kind of sheathed it is it kind of goes and wraps around their body essentially so when it comes out they'll pull it kind of across. And they look not friendly. Their eyes glow a crimson red. Their teeth are broken, twisted. They are going to eat us. They want to kill and eat us. Oh boy. Let's roll on initiative. I just want to go ahead and, and initiate that for sure. Ooh. I looked at it, so I was like, I'll just sit back and see if other people attack it, and then I rolled too, so. <laughs> I'm gonna sit back and wait and see what other people. <laughs> I'm on, what do you got? I have a 23, 18 plus 5. Excellent. Nox. A mat 20, 24. Jesus. Elias? Two. <laughs> And then one. <laughs> Wait, what? Two? Yeah. Okay, so make sure. Roll one. Oh, okay. And uh, Bruno. I rolled a two, so mine's four. Oh, <laughs> or six, sorry. Two plus four, six. <laughs> Basic math. <laughs> oh, boy. Yep. Nox, you're the first. You can shorten my name to Runa. Do I have to shorten my name to Runa? <laughs> like, yeah, I can, unless you want it to be eight million well, that's, words long. That's all right. It's <laughs> just. <laughs> Flip the hourglass over, Katie. <laughs> that's, your, that's your time limit. I wanted to start doing that this season to kind of keep everybody moving. You have a one minute. Oh, it's three. Three now. But I'll move up to the... I'll still stay uh, in stealth, but I'm just going to set a reaction. What do you want your reaction to be? Uh, If they get within 30 feet of me, I will uh, release a crossbow bolt. Okay, so 30 feet, you're holding your action to fire. Okay. said you wanted to move up? Yeah, move. There. Okay, so moving 10 feet closer to the gnomes. Okay, are you going to do so quietly? Yes. Then I will require a stealth check. Uh, 21. And that is going to 23, be... actually, sorry. 15 plus 8. That's going to be very good. Okay, so you've moved up. You've put yourself into position nearby Runa, I think. And you are holding your, was it crossbow? Yeah. Okay. It is now Imon's turn. Okay, um, I don't see these three, though, currently, the gnomes, correct? Because of everything that's in... You don't. Okay. Um, I... I am going to... 
Just move up um, 15 feet closer to where I heard um, these noises coming from. And I will hold a reaction to cast uh, Vicious Mockery on any creature or individual that I see coming towards um, me or my allies. Assuming this tree trunk with the light, like the orange light, that's bioluminescent. Correct. Okay. So, like, we can see. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Even if it didn't have that, um, you would still be able to see. Okay. Like, it's not like pitch black. It's, like I said, it's like a really dark, dreary day. Uh, the dark vision will help you see a little bit better, but everybody should be able to have good vision. Now, at nighttime, it's going to be extremely dark. Yay. Um, so, yeah. So you're holding your action for Vicious Mockery? Yes, sir. Okay, so our guide is going to... He's going to just kind of keep his stealth up and keep holding as well. And his stealth sucks. As he attempts to do so, uh, he's going to step on a branch. And this causes all the opposing crazy-looking gnomes... They're all wearing red caps to look in the direction, and they are now aware of your presences. Lovely. All of our presence, or just the well that yeah. there's that there's something in an area. Yay! So they were all going to go next. So here's what happens: they are going to begin moving. As they do, you are going to hear very heavy kind of thuds as if they're wearing heavy iron boots. Two of these are going to move behind this blue tree um, and one of them is going to move behind that smaller green tree as they appear to be taking cover at this point. You're just really going to bite in that I didn't take sharpshooter, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Already. Uh, And then, Runa, it'll be your turn with Ilias on deck. Uh, This nice guy over here, what does he have? Uh, Three quarters cover, half cover? The one in the green tree? All cover, yeah. He is going to be three quarters cover. Okay. Giving him plus five to his AC. I am going to hold my style, pull my position, and wait as soon as he steps out from under cover. I will lose an arrow at him. Okay. At least. Um, from where I'm at, can I see any of them? <laughs> I'm going to say that you can see this one here. Over there. I know it's hard to see the pain, but the one closest right, to my pain. Um, yep, that's the one. And he's about half covered, as he's not really. He's focused more towards the bulk of the group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to move to the side of the path, the other side. I'm like, yeah, look there. Now I can see. 15, 20, 30, <laughs> 30 feet this yep. way. I wasn't exactly being still. <laughs> and I'm going to hold. Oh, come on, just kick it off. Alright, fine. <laughs> I can see him now. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to cast Guiding Bolt then. Alright. Since y'all want me to. Yes, we do. No one wants to be the first to aggravate the I mean, I was getting ready to, but... I would have if they hadn't 
They haven't exactly done anything yet. They've looked creepy. They have looked evil. <laughs> uh, 12. 12 is not going to do it. The guiding bolt flies and it's going to impact into the, the trunk of the tree. That was a warning shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta play these up. <laughs> Don't come any closer. <laughs> As a bonus action, I will use Wild Shape to go into my starry form. Okie dokie. Ooh, starry wanna, form. Have I seen this? I was oh, gonna yeah. say, go ahead and explain to everybody. This is the first time you used it. Um, um, starry form, as a bonus action, you can expand spend a use of your Wild Shape feature to take on a starry form rather than transforming into a beast. This form sheds bright light in a 10-foot radius and dim light for an additional 10 feet. The form lasts for 10 minutes and ends early. If you dismiss it or incapacitated, die or use this feature again. And with that, I can do Starry Form Archer. Um, when you activate this form and as a bonus action on your subsequent turns, while it lasts, you can make a ranged spell attack, hurling a luminous arrow that targets one creature within 60 feet of you. On a hit, the attack does 1d8 plus 3 radiant damage. Cool. Am I within six feet of that guy? I missed? Mm-hmm. Should be. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, about 45 50. Might as well. Then. That one's a 19. To hit, it will. That's it, yes. Eight. Maybe points of damage. Nice. Okay, this anger's up. I'm abandoned. He's angry. Ending your turn, I presume? Correct. All right, Nox, cool. back to you. All right, well, shit's about to hit the fan, isn't it? <laughs> yes, you're welcome. <laughs> hey, you match the forest now, all glowy. And... I do. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I'm going to move up 15. I'm going to pop a shot. At uh, the guy hiding in the green. That ball over the turn. Okay. So. He hasn't taken a turn yet, right? He has not. So I have advantage on attack rolls against any creature that hasn't taken a turn in the combat yet, and any hit I score will be a. Oh, well, or is he not surprised? He's, he's moved, so he's technically taking his turn. Okay. Sorry. No, no, you're good. Alright, well then I'm just going to pop a shot. Okay. Alright. Let's do it. And you tell me. No, that won't do it. No, it might. Uh, 22. 22 will definitely hit. Okay. I thought it was a 6. There's a 6 seed in there. <laughs> Big difference. Big difference. Yay. <laughs> Numbers, human. And that is for eight points of damage. That's effective, yep. Um, let's see, let's see. I don't think I have anything else because he's not, yeah, nothing with that. So I'm going to move 15 feet back with the rest of my movement. Awesome. I'm on. You're up. Alright. Um, I'm going to move to the east um, by where uh, Ilias is at. I'm going to look at the individual that um, Ilias shot, and I'm going to cast um, I'm going to cast Vicious Mockery. And I'm going to say, 
Oi, short stuff. Did the mines let out early today? Oh, fuck. That's pretty good. Uh, so he has to make a DC 15 wisdom saving throw. No, he rolled a three and he doesn't have enough to recover from that, so he takes the effect of your vicious. Is that a plus 12? <laughs> no, no, unfortunately not. It's the wrong one. Right. Uh, he will take one point of psychic damage, but he will have disadvantage on his next attack until the end of his next turn. Gotcha. Okay, at this point, combat has been initiated. Baylock is going to charge 45. He's going to get right to that trunk and put his back against the trunk with his weapon. As he has not been seen because the vision would be obscured for the other gnomes, if that makes sense. So he, they don't know he's there currently. Who is this gnome going to like? Like, hey guys, don't go up from the tree. <laughs> <laughs> So this gnome has been shot, seeing that another drow has made the shot and has retreated, he's going to charge forward himself. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 on a dash. Should she be able to pop the shot now? Yes, she yeah. can. Mm-hmm. Let's back him up to about here before we finish to see what happens. Well, since he starts running, um, I doubt my... Ten is going to hit him. Ten does not hit him, so he will complete his movement, getting to there, and that was on a dash, so therefore he has nothing left other than he ran or is running there. Next up is going to be this, and he, red cap now, with the blue tree one. Forty and dash. The next one, 30 and a dash, and then we'll end their turn since you've really insulted him, and his buddy apparently. (laughs) Bruno, it is your turn. Um, Am I in a bush currently, or a tree? You are in a tree. All these are trees that you see. Is this tree big enough that I could, like, climb onto a branch and start shooting? It is not that... Big tree. What about the blue one behind me? That is big enough. There's a branch you could do, yes. Okay. I'm gonna use my 10 and then I have 30 climb, so I'd say maybe 15 feet up in the tree. Absolutely. On a low enough branch that I can see, obviously, if there's, you know, if it's only 10 feet up or something. Yep. And I'm going to shoot at this one over here. Which one, Brian? The one that's directly in front of you. And that is going to be a 24. That's going to hit. Never find the D8. There we go. Uh, 7 plus 4. 11 points of damage. Oh, wait, wait. I don't think I get anything plus that for the piercer thing. Let me double check, since I just got it. That's only crits, and if I don't like a roll, I can re-roll it. Okay. So a total of 11, was it? 11 points of damage. Takes the 11. And I will end my turn. Ilias, it is your turn. I am going to cast Frostbite 
on the one she didn't hit. <laughs> um, so cause numbing frost to form on one creature that you can see within range. Target must make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Seventeen plus numbers, is that gonna be enough? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so instead I'm gonna use my other thing again. The starting form archer. Or twenty-three. That'll hit. Which one was it? The one untouched one? Yeah. Uh well oh, yeah, you missed, didn't you? Which yeah. one are you getting okay, starting form? Huh? Did Runa hit? Oh yeah, I hit They're... 11 points of damage to be on this one. Which one? The one that's directly in front of me is who Runa shot. Okay. That's the one. The The one that's to the northeast of me is the one that I got with the vicious mock. Yep. Hang on, I gotta adjust because I yep. took it from the wrong one. There we go. Now we're hitting that same one. Vicious mockery one is the one she's hitting. Perfect, at. that's what I need to know. Thank yes. you. Four points. Solid. Nice. That's, that's vicious mockery. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll take four points of damage. Is it all? That is all. Alright, Nox, you're up. Alright. Um, I will use my action to disengage. Okay. And scoot down. Get out of here. Bring it all out of the party here. <laughs> Oh boy, now be my turn. Did what's his face ever move? No. He hasn't moved yet. He dashed. He dashed, so, so he, I don't know, he his couldn't like, hold an action. Right. No, I was talking about Bout. Yeah. 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 Okay, he did. Okay. He dashed up he there. He is like back to the tree. That's right. I thought he did that on his I'm on. Turn. You were up. Okay. Uh, I'm going to just look at these two individuals and I'm going to reach back uh, with. Uh, my hands. I'm just gonna smack them together as I cast Thunderclap. Oh, nice! So they both will need to make a Constitution saving throw. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, constitution for the first one in front of you is four it's plus DC is fifteen. Yep. And then the second one ooh, is not enough. Let me double check that one. It's a close one. On save. Con save, you say? Yes. Fifteen. And that's going to be a new enough. Okay. So they will each take 1d6 points of thunder damage. <laughs> One! <laughs> I'm only fan-freaking-tastic. It's your tiny little hands. Couldn't conjure that. And Is this season two? Like, just ones being rolled yeah. all the time? And yeah. there will be a loud, thunderous boom. Welcome to the podcast! <laughs> it can be heard within 100 feet. Oh, so good. In mind. I have kept oh. that in mind. Oh, why would you yes. do that? <laughs> because I'm that's about the tree. only thing that I got. That's how he rolls. <laughs> mm, that is, yes. Um, and then as a bonus action, I will cast... Um, I'm going to do Bardic Inspiration on Alias. Okay. And I'm going to look at Alias and be like, Come on, you starry bastard. You got this. <laughs> do better. <laughs> do I'm better. doing my best. <laughs> All right, we move now to... 
Balak. He's going to pull forth a hand crossbow in his offhand. He's going to line a shot up and try to shoot this one. Uh, red cap with the one that is off to the side of uh, Ivan in the back, hopefully. So let's see how this rolls. No, it doesn't roll good. Uh, he has not enough to hit him as he's only got a nine with modifier and he's going to curse a little bit. And we'll go to this red cap gnome and he's going to attempt to run to the trunk of the tree looking up in the branches as you were up there and he's like yeah. I got 15 feet on you bro uh, he is going to use his sickle and he's going to attack the tree uh-oh. Uh, hmm. I'll wait to see. Is the tree like? Is it a hard hit, or is it like? Oh, he chipped off some bark. <laughs> uh, this is a hard, a hard hit. We hope. Or is that uh, this tree is alive, and Ooh, after getting stabbed, will get very angry. Ooh, no. so he swings. Tree. He swings, and as he does, he goes ah, and starts to climb up as he grabs onto a knot. <laughs> and he's going to pull forth and use his multi attack to use the sickle to help him climb again. This time, unfortunately, he strikes at the tree, but it kind of glances off. So he's about five feet up, so you've got ten feet left. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he can't go any further because he didn't plunge in. But he seems determined. Alright, the red cap gnome that is directly in front of Aimon is going to take his sickle and swing. Alright. It is going to be not enough as he only rolls an eight. Yeah, that this misses. His turn. Okay, this gnome here is going to disengage. He's now going to charge after Ilias. Mm-hmm. Uh, who I think hit him with the starry, sparkly arrow. Mm-hmm. He's gonna roll. Well, did he dis- disengage as an action? No, or? he did not. Okay. okay, no, he did not. Mm-hmm. So, do you wish to take a swipe at him or not? Uh, yes. I will, in fact, um, since when I leveled up, I cast, I uh, got the feat uh, Warcaster, I will actually go ahead and cast, um, Hideous Laughter on them. And, uh, so they have to make a Wisdom Saving Throw, DC is 15. He rolls 18 for the Wisdom Save, so he's gonna be okay. He will then make it to his target Ilias. He rolled a 16 for the attack before all that fun stuff happened. And now that I think about it, you can only use... You can't Just use as magic. any spell with Warcaster, you can... You can. You can as, as long as it's as an opportunity attack, as long as it only targets one individual. Okay, so Which is why I use it as a reaction for. Alright, just making sure. Yeah, my so brain. I use my reaction for the attack of opportunity. Perfect. And wasted a level 1 spell slot. I love that so much. <laughs> so he has a 16 plus enough to give him 20, a dirty 20 on you, Ilias. That sickle is going to come slashing around for. Let's see here. Oof. Oof. Remind me what Nine points of slashing damage. <laughs> uh, D6 to any ability check or saving throw or attack roll. And not only do you take the nine points of slashing damage from the wicked sickle, it is coated in 
God knows what. So he deals four points of poison damage on top of it. It could be fungus. It could be animal dung. You don't know, but it's gross. It's gross. Um, moving on to Runa. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to shoot him first. He's still ten feet down, right? So far. <laughs> See if I'm better at close range than... <laughs> Not 20! Okay. Yeah. Double the damage. Triple the damage. Uh, yeah. If you're piercer. I know. <laughs> See, I was I was like, oh, I'm not going to get to use it, but... <laughs> Make him fall out of the tree. Hmm. Blind him. Fine. <laughs> okay, I didn't think so Wow. Right, so do we declare... Okay, re-rolling that one. Party or what? Target we're targeting with a one first or not when we hit the three, twenty and another one. Oh yeah, it'll be three right. ones. <laughs> Never rolling you again. Okay. Thanks. Three ones. I three ones it. in a row uh, for a total of five points of piercing damage. Excellent. I also used my damage reroll to reroll the one to a one. Okay. The third for my piercer was a one. Hmm, you know. If you want to go ahead and roll on our lingering injuries chart, because you scored a crit hit, roll a d20 to determine what is going to affect him. 19. 19. I got to look way down the list on that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. uh, Two. Blinded. Uh, it's It's a minor scar, so when you do, you're going to shred half of his cheek that's going to leave a nasty mark on his and he's going to obviously react uh, I'll give him a let's give him a deck save to see if he can or a strength save to see if he can hold on he may grab his face and fall he's going to grab his face and fall five feet yes. too much pain, too much blood in the reaction just not enough to, to overpower that <clears throat> so he's down on the ground on his back prone is there anything else Runa? Um, I'm going to climb maybe a little bit further out on a branch, branch. or like up another branch, just so... Go ahead and give me athletics. Oh, 18 plus... You said athletics or acrobatics? Athletics. Okay. Uh, 22. Yep. Okay. Uh... You err on the side of caution. This branch is getting a little bit on the tipsy side. You go out as far as you can, but you know it's you don't want to push it too much. But you make it out a little further and a little higher. Uh, Ilias, it'll be your turn. Um, I'm going to do two-handed quarterstaff the guy in front of me. Excellent. Sorry, bardic inspiration one more time. You can, use, uh, you can choose to roll an extra d6 on your attack roll or ability checks or saving throws if you wish. Do you have to do it, or can you like you see can the roll? roll yeah, after. you can roll. Wait. If I don't use it now, can I use it you later? You have one minute, so you're so still good. Summarized. One minute, ten minutes, something like that. Ten rounds. I think it's ten. So six. One, Actually, ten one minutes. Minute. So you have oh, 15. six. Fifteen will. It does. It will hit. Yes. Good. <laughs> uh, and that is nine points of damage. Yep. And then I will do the story for Mercer on him as well. Awesome. 
with a 23. Will nope, hit. that's 22. Just still kidding, thing. still hits. <laughs> and 8 points of damage. Oh, excellent. Okay, that's not what I wanted. I was like, did it? <laughs> He's banged up pretty good. And that is it. Okay. Um, moving on to Knox at the top of round four. Um, can I shift and then be at advantage? You can. Alright. So I will attack with my rapier. So that probably won't hit. That's a twelve to hit. It does not. This. All right. Well, shit. That's my turn. All right. <laughs> I'm on. Uh, all right. Um, I. How'd I go again? He's so I am going to go ahead and cast a vicious mockery on the asshole that is in front of me again. Well, actually, this is a new one. Um, I'm going to look at him and just straight up say, Dude, I, I, think, I think you need to go to a dentist. Your uh, brother really, really stinks. <laughs> And it is a... Uh, DC 15 Wisdom Saving Throw. Yeah, he fails that. He rolled an 8 plus a 1. Alright. He will take 3 points of psychic damage and will have disadvantage on the next attack it makes before the end of its next turn. Excellent. Um, and then as a uh, bonus action, I'm going to um, look at Aimon, who, or not Aimon, uh, Ilias, who got um, shanked by hmm. one of these individuals. And uh, I will um, do a, a very familiar song uh, <laughs> for Ilias, <laughs> doing a healing word at uh, level two. I'm going to say, oh, when you get that feeling, you need some vocalist healing. <laughs> and, vocalist uh, healing. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Right. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, three, five, uh, nine points of health back. You're welcome. That's a nice song. I know. <laughs> what I do. And uh, that will end my turn. Balok is going to rush as he still has a short sword out. And he's going to slide in for uh, the flanking position right across with Aimon. He's going to swing with advantage. And is going to score a hit with a short sword. And he's going to deal... Um... So many. This is season two. You should Three. at least roll twos. <laughs> Three. There you go. So he takes that. It will now be the turn of the downed red cap who is trying to get at Runa. He is going to pick himself up for half of his speed. 
and he is going to attempt to climb. He is now very angry, <laughs> and he is going to unleash a flurry of attacks on the tree to help himself climb. So his first one will be 12 plus numbers. He starts to go 5 feet. The next one will be 19 plus numbers as he has moved 10 feet, plunging the sickle into the tree, using it. This one, on the other hand, may slow him down. It, actually, no, it's enough. So he's got... He's went 15 feet. You went up a little bit. We'll say he's like 5 feet below you. But he's up looking, and out, so he's like... Five he, out, five out. Yeah. So he's... But he's looking scary. Like, this is very <laughs> intense. Like a little... Like a little tornado. <laughs> right up the tree. Um, trying to get at you. So next up will be... Other red cap who is going to oh you don't want to do that. <laughs> Bro, he died already. He's no. flanked. He's flanked between Iamon uh, and the death. guide Baylock. He's gonna disengage and he's going to go five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. So he kind of takes a retreating action to get out of that flanking maneuver. That will be his turn. The last red cap who is flanked between uh, Nox and Runa is going to Ilias. Yes, thank you. Uh, Ilias and Nox is going to also release a flurry of attacks uh, and just go Tasmanian Devil. <laughs> so he's going to start with Ilias. That's going to be a 10. Nope. He swings around ferociously for Nox. That's going to be a 16. Okay. And he will deal... I will uh, use cutting words to reduce the damage. Okay, I go can ahead. at this point... Um, at this point, I can't unfortunately reduce its attack. I can reduce its damage. It'll do two points less damage. So it only deals two points of damage. He will come around with his third and final attack and rolls a one and Ilias. Ilias, you've anticipated this attack. I'm going to give you a free attack on him as he rolled a one, so he leaves himself wide open for a nice, hopefully, death strike. Gonna bash him with my quarter staff. Let's do it. And I'm gonna use the uh, bright inspiration. There you go. <laughs> See if that helps. It sure do. Uh, <laughs> nine. <laughs> no, so he will definitely not hit you because you rolled a one. You attempt to swing, and it is just an ugly looking swing fest. He swings low, and I swing high. Correct. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you gotta whap him. His turn is Runa. You are now up. Yeah, whap. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring that back. Oh yeah, whap stick. <laughs> I'm going to uh, shoot Fly. at the little devil climbing the tree. Uh, that's a twelve. A twelve is not going to hit. Is he kind of like crouches in towards the tree and it just goes behind him, and he kind of pulls himself back. And he's like, yeah. Um. Question: That tree that's over there, that green one, <laughs> the one right here. Can you get up to it? <laughs> yeah, you could. You, uh-huh. can, you can athletics or acrobatics over to it. Okay. All right. Okay. Gotta gotta go for that. Oh boy. Nothing like seeing a snow leopard in a forest jumping from tree to tree. <laughs> right. <laughs> I like it. D&D for that. Well, we'll see <laughs> if there's jumping or falling. <laughs> Whew, okay. Okay, that's an 11 acrobatics. 11 will get you across. Okay. Yep. And then, um, 
I will use my feline agility to double my move, so I'll probably, I'm guessing like 15 feet down, and then... Um, You'll be on the ground at 15 feet. Okay. Yep. And then I'll use the other 30 to get over to where you guys are, but where? right there. Right yeah. Okay. So... Okay. I'm going to go back and be like... <laughs> Ilias, you're up. Um, it doesn't matter at this point, but I do have a question. Since he was flanking for opportunity attacks, would I have gotten advantage? Yes. The answer is yes to that one. Okay. Well, I will. <laughs> I'm going with the course again. Maybe. Ooh! 20! Four. <laughs> Natural twenty. Yes. Woo! That is such a small little dice. Double the damage dice. <laughs> One needs to know how tiny these dice are. Five and seven. For how much? Five and seven, or seven total? Seven Four, total. seven total. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was like, mm, confused. <laughs> now, roll a d20, please. Yeah. Let's see what happens on the lingering injuries chart we're using. Seventeen. Oh, you will deal a minor scar as well. Uh, I will let you choose where you strike this creature to, to leave your mark on him. Hitting with a quarter staff, so I guess like the cheekbone again. Just shatter his cheekbone. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. And it'll leave an indention into the cheekbone, and it is gruesome looking. It's even mm-hmm. scarier now. Everyone's just trying to copy me and my facial scars. Across <laughs> the nose. Nox, you were up. I wasn't unless, done yet. Uh, hurry up. Yeah, I, you were, I was waiting for you to finish talking before I shot him with oh, another arrow. Oh, that's right. Arrow. I forgot the arrow. 17. <laughs> yeah, that is. Okay. And six points. Ooh, how do you want to do that? Yes. Um. So it's a luminous arrow. Mm-hmm. And I want him to kind of like go through his neck and illuminate all of the vessels and everything. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. That will definitely. He's now a light up garden room. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> okay. Now okay, now he's done. Your turn, Nox. Alright, I'll take a shot with my crossbow at the one that's trying to. Run towards the east. Okay. Uh, that's an 18. Yeah, that will hit. Uh, six points of damage. Okay, that will deal six for sure. Alright. That's it for me. Okie dokie. I am on. Um, I will. <laughs> Look at uh, this individual, and I will cast Vicious Mockery, and I will say, run, run, run as fast as you can to the gingerbread man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) DC 15 wisdom save. He fails. (laughs) Uh, uh, That 
is no, that one got to him. That one got to him. That one definitely got to him with four points of psychic damage. Disadvantage on attacks. And will again have disadvantage on attacks. He was teased when he was younger. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna end my turn. Alright. As I just left. Baylock is gonna quickly drop a bolt into the hand crossbow, point it towards <laughs> the running or rushing red cap gnome and attempt to shoot. Oh, eighteen plus enough to hit. So he's going to deal d6. Does 8 points of damage. And because he's using a drow hand crossbow, there's more things to it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be constitution required by the red cap now. It is going to fail. <laughs> Bless you. That's right. Sneezing. And, yeah. <laughs> and the creature is going to. His momentum carries him five feet, but he falls unconscious. Huh. Nice. And. Balok is going to move here. Now, in his turn, our friend trying to climb the tree is going to continue trying to do so. So he takes plunge into the tree. He's not going to get anywhere, so he tries again on a multi-attack. Nope, he can't hit this tree <laughs> at all. So he literally attacks the tree, chopping into the tree, but not getting enough of a perch. And now he's just kind of stuck there. Well, it is turn. The, Guys, I trapped one in a tree. <laughs> the next gnome is unconscious currently, so he is not doing anything. It'll be, oh, it'll be Runa's turn. So this one is unconscious. unconscious. So he fell over yep, and I was. He's laying face conscious. down in the dirt. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go hunting for little critters up in the tree. That was that one. Uh let's see, so you're shooting the one that's in the tree? Correct? Yep. And you rolling that one? I rolled in that one. Okay, here's what's going to happen. You're gonna pull back. Overextending your bow, the bowstring snaps. Roll me a d20. Is it stuck? <laughs> yes. It there fell, we go. <laughs> it fell into the, into the abyss. Okay. I roll on the table. <laughs> Six. Uh, hmm. Give me a constitution save. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. That's my alright. Okay, that was a plus six. Yeah. Oh, 17, 23. Okay, you make the save. The bowstring is gonna snap back, and when it does, it's gonna hit you in the neck, and you feel a really intense, sharp pain. But you don't feel any blood. I got a thick round of yeah, fur. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Um, anything else? Um, I will probably start stowing my weapon. Okie dokie. Yes. Um, I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt. 
On one in the train. Okie dokie. That's not gonna hit. Alright. The tree takes it. <laughs> Next attack on the tree gets an advantage. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Ooh, you might have helped him climb further up in the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, is he within 60 feet? Of you? Yes. Yeah. Pretty sure. like it, but. Mm. Okay. Um, arrow, arrow then to the knee. 19.5 um, <laughs> for 24. 24, yes. Okay. And. 10 points. You should just intentionally shoot something <laughs> random and let the arrow do the work. Like, this kind of what I do. Shoot the ground, hit the ground, send the yeah. arrow. Alright, takes the 10 points of damage. I'm going to give him another strength save. He's up in the tree. Oh, look at there. He falls. Nice. Oh, and he's 15 feet up, right? I know. He sure he'll take some all damage this time. So he takes. It's every 10 feet, so he's got one dice, so he takes an extra five. Okay. He's hurt. He's prone. He's not happy. Vox, it is your turn. That one's knocked out and prone. Yes, mm-hmm. correct. Unconscious and prone. Right up there, and uh, I'm going to go slit his throat. Ooh, vicious. Uh, roll with advantage, pretty sure. I don't know if I hit it. <laughs> no. You missed well. it down. No. You stab into the dirt. Okay. The dirt is hurt. <laughs> I do have a bonus action. And you wanted to do one. <laughs> I do have a crossbow expert. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Hand crossbow. <laughs> crossbow. Turn the eyes. Please miss. Please miss. No, that's a that's a thirteen. The bolt shoots on the other side. Of the <laughs> it's the woods. <laughs> tripping. I'm on. I'm tripping you up. You ate one of those mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, right, well, they so. were sentient. Please tell me you didn't eat one. Of them. You ate a different one. Twenty-five. Ivan is going to approach the gnome that is on the ground, and he is going to. St- Pull out his rapier and stab it. Okay. Stab, stab, stab. With uh, 19 to hit. It will hit. Alright. So you did roll with advantage? Yes. You're perfect. Good. That's why I like experience plays. Mm. Uh, <laughs> better than me. And that will be 11 points of piercing damage. And um, that will uh, end my turn. Okay, your drow guy, Balok, is going to step a little bit closer, just for comfort. He's also going to... Nah, you know what? Back it up. He's just going to charge in and use his sword. We're not going to risk shooting something. That's good. Missing. Because you have disadvantage when shooting targets. Yes, I know that. He has advantage, not that it makes a difference. He will strike the creature. He is prone on the ground. And. Ha! Three points of damage. That's pathetic. Okay! Well, that little guy is still alive. He's going to stand, he's going to disengage, and he's going to run. 
25 feet in this direction as he's trying to get away. Our other red cap is unconscious, the other one is dead. It's now Luna's turn. <laughs> as Balak will scream, do not let the little bastard get away. Okay. Let me use my feline agility to get right up here in front of him. I'll probably have just nice. dropped my bow over on the... I'm going to pull out my short sword. Nice. Although, now that I look at it, I really need the short sword, because I can just slash him with my claws for the same amount of <laughs> damage. <laughs> that's pretty cool. So, actually, you know, thematically that's what I want to do. Okay, yeah. We'll I can see you running in and full slide yep. yeah, Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Snow leopard. Sand. Snow. Same thing, <laughs> you know? <laughs> that is a... Also... So, 24. That hits. And... Hold the six this time. And that will be eight points of damage. How would you like him to die? You know, uh... I'm gonna take a lean out of our uh, new shape-shifting friend, what he was trying to do at least, and uh, I'm gonna take all three and right across the throat. Absolutely. As you do, there'll be a spray of blood that kind of arcs, painting the surrounding foliage, and he is going to grab as it just flows and he falls. Anything else? Is that all you got? Nope. Done. Okay, Ilias is next on the initiative order, but technically the encounter is kind of neutralized unless you really want to keep trying to kill this unconscious gnome, which I mean, your party members cannot do. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I make it to him? Look at 30 feet. 12, 5, 10, 15. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you walk up to Nox and say, this is how it's done. <laughs> Let the professionals handle this. Because <laughs> 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 I miss. <laughs> Every single one of us misses trying to murder this prone. You have advantage. Thank you. I forgot I had advantage. Bonus action too. It's like, <laughs> see, that's the thing with crossbow expert. I don't know. I got eleven. No, you miss. Okay, well, I'm still gonna go for the well, other one then too. <laughs> You don't have disadvantage for creatures that are within five feet. No. Ranged attacks have disadvantage on. Nineteen. Nineteen. Starry Archer. So that's a good point. Is that like a ranged attack for the Starry Archer? It has to be within range. That's a ranged yes. attack. That's a ranged yeah. attack. So, so, it's a so it's technically a disadvantage. Yeah. So it's technically just no, equal. I don't know what the other one was. So. Well, if, well, actually, I mean, it's disadvantage to technical. It's disadvantage times two because right, he's, prone creatures and you're right next to him with attack with. <laughs> but do it, do it. Doesn't matter. Just reroll a disadvantage. He's unconscious. It doesn't so matter. Re rolling with disadvantage. Yes. Well, just, <laughs> no. uh, oh man. That's a point. <laughs> How many um, adventures does it take to kill an old nine? <laughs> No, it goes Jeez. into the dirt and it blows up with sparks. The arrow does. I think this gnome this is, is magic. This is the luckiest gnome. Is it my turn? Can we keep him as a pet? I don't know. Elise, are you done? Yeah. All right, Nox, you're up. 
cut off its foot. Maybe you'll get its luck. That's eight to eight. Yeah, it's a twenty. It's a twenty. Okay. So I didn't know which one you were holding. Sorry, it's a twenty. Finally hit it. I rolled a three first. I thought I was gonna miss it again. I thought, I thought you were like son of a bitch. This is the highest roll. <laughs> so, so Gorath had a weakness against slimy things. Yeah. <laughs> and Dox has a weakness no, against unconscious really. creatures. That's Twenty-four points of damage. <laughs> That'll do it. Against this prone unconscious. <laughs> That's, a, that's, a, that's an angry slice. <laughs> miss, miss. Fine, yeah. I'm just going to obliterate. <laughs> yeah. All right, that will officially end our combat. As everything kind of settles down, Belak is going to kind of move back and say, Is everyone all right? Yeah, what the yeah. hell was that? Those like, are red cap gnomes, is what he says. They're nasty little fuckers. Uh, clearly. Yes, that's. Typically, if we're very quiet, we can avoid them, but some people are not very quiet as he kind of mumbles it under his breath. <laughs> certain people do not hear. He's going to get back onto the path. I warned you, and so did your friend. It's very dangerous here in the Fae. I'm going to loot the body. Anything fun? Oh, yeah, okay. Can I take so a red cap? You can. I don't know. I kind of want the foot now, too. <laughs> you can acquire... No, you the foot of me. That one. <laughs> you can acquire the left. red cap. They have a very wicked-looking sickle that... It's pretty cool. And they have iron boots, is what it says. Just so weird. I'm telling just reading what... Oh, I know. Yeah. Let's see. Just oddly specific. But the sickle's got, like, poison or something It smeared with something. It's basically infection. Yeah. Oh, infection. It's just instant infection. Yep. It's a poop blade. It's a... Let's not lie. Or that. Let's be honest. It's covered in feces. Oh, Um. Hmm. I really want the poop blade, but I'm going to take the red cap. Okay. You will acquire the cap, and when you do you are going to see that there is a coin satchel that pops on. So they were keeping their coin satchel under the red caps. I'm definitely running to the other body. All right. I want to the body. Well, you might be able to. You got the one right. While I'm doing this, they can do the other body. No. When this one explodes, the coin just goes everywhere. So you will acquire three... Uh, three coin satchels underneath the caps of the red cap gnomes, uh, and you will total out about six gold pieces. But the gold pieces are very strange. They're oblong in shape, and they have weird markings and identifications on them. Like, nothing you've seen. Hmm. Should we mark this as separate? Is it something I have seen? Uh, are you taking a look, or do you ask her to see, or how do, well, you, how do you play that out? I mean, I'm assuming by the time they get to the third one, they're, you know, right in front of us. Okay, sure. Looking. That's right. my assumption. Yeah, no, it looks very... Is it six total or six apiece? Six total. Six total, okay. yes. It has these same it's identifications the, and markings that you have on that one, I think it was silver coin? Yeah, from the orc. Correct. Huh. Oh, there's also a dead medium-sized creature. Yeah. 
Uh, I figured we were all going to that. I'll next. collect my bolts too that I shot. You'll re, re- uh, acquire half, half of what you shot. Yep. yep. Okay. Do you round up or round down if it's odd? I'll round up. Okay. So I'm assuming the party is migrating over to the body. Mm-hmm. All right. The body is a drow male who has been half eaten. I told you they were going to eat us. <laughs> He has been savagely beaten, killed, and then eaten. Um, he has a leather satchel that has some contents spilled. Uh, you will see a, a few strange-looking bottles of some type of liquid. I'm going to take this. Okay. <laughs> there is a few coins. There is four silver coins with those strange markings kind of spilled out of the coin purse. And he will also have the patented hand crossbow with crazy poison-like bolts that drows carry. And he has a short sword with that strange kind of dark tinging uh, metal that Balok has in his rapier. You will see one other thing. Uh, you will see a very strange identification-like patch on the armor that looks exactly like that banner hang on, hanging on the wall between Katie and Ashley. There's a small patch on the arm, on the arm pauldron of the leather armor. What's left, like physically, of this? He's about half eaten. Uh, so like he's it's like someone gnawed on the face a little bit, not to be too gruesome. Uh, in other various parts. But it's enough to sort of identify him as a drow, but not like, oh, that's Steve down the street. It has his armor. Uh, the armor has some puncture marks and tears from the sickles that the red caps would have used. Okay. Steve can be down the street. <laughs> I'm drow Steve? I'm gonna take a picture. Not take, I'm gonna take a mental picture of what I think this person looks like. Okay. Okay. So you're going to try to. Yep. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Sounds good. Uh, I'm gonna take the patch. Or can I take the patch? Or is it? No. You can. You can take it. Okay. You, you can tear it off. Okay. Anything else? Balak is going to be patient. He's just going to be waiting on the pathway, essentially. Yeah. Can I try to figure out what the bottles are? You can, if you'd like to. You can make an investigation. Malas, Balak, are you familiar with this one? Yes. Do you show him the, the patch? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to look very disgusted at the sign of it. And he's going to say, we refer to them as the betrayers. Uh, I got seven. They're bottles. They're cool looking. The motif is a lot of like inlaid silver, spider webby looking. Um, The one is kind of this milky white, kind of a thick... Uh, kind of substance that kind of slowly, like if you were to turn it, it's got you know kind of a slow roll in the bottle. 
um, to identify it's, it's dense or thick. The other one is a, a, a sparkling red liquid. You're pretty sure it's a potion of healing, just in a different bottle. The one with the kind of milky substance also has a lock where the stopper is. So there's a there's like a metal stopper, but there's a tiny little lock. You have to unlock it and then open the stopper. Hmm. Well, I would assume it's to protect, keep it from leaving or <laughs> opening up inside the pouch. That was um, not fun. Is what Bailey is going to say. Are we done looting the bodies? Time, time is wasting, and when it gets dark, it gets dark. I'm gonna go pick up my bow and I'm gonna restring it. Okay, you may do so. And then how many arrows did I actually? It slid a lot better than I was expecting on <laughs> Slide very, very well. Um, if no one grabbed them, I will also take the coins that were on the trial. Dark Elf. Dark Elf, my bad. <laughs> well. Let's go. Okay, so everybody gathers back up, acquiring different things off the bodies. Uh, who wants to roll another percentage dice? As you guys are going to traverse seven I'll more miles it, towards guys. your destination. Yeah, let's go clockwise. How will we kill us? <laughs> uh, that's an 87. Oh, you're good. Nothing happens. You guys march seven miles, no encounters. Uh, foliage changes. Uh, things that are not supposed to be bioluminescent are. Things that you know should be you know just a cool plant are carnivorous. Like You're like, whoa, Like this place is very intriguing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will take one more shot as we've moved almost a full day in the direction of Tierdal. Two. Excellent. <laughs> zero, zero, two. Okie dokie. Well. No, no. <laughs> We're all gonna die. <laughs> this is when the a dragon comes to... No, 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 no. As you guys are marching along the path, it gets... The forest and foliage gets bigger and denser. It's very compact. There is a pause by everybody just kind of stops in their track when the ground kind of quivers and shakes a little bit. Leaves on nearby uh, bushes or trees kind of vibrate. And it's another ground-shaking thud. And another thud. And another thud. And another thud. Am I getting flashbacks to a different... A PTSD flashback, possibly. Uh Runa just kind of curls into a fetal position. (laughs) 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 Curling up in a ball. Um, Behind you, coming through and pushing through the foliage and the dense tree, is a creature that is about 15 to 25 feet in height. A treant as it looks very angry and stares at your group on the path. And this will conclude chapter two of our tale. So tune in every Friday 
to hear and see what happens next. Thank you for listening to Season 2 of Creating Grin. Every listen on your favorite podcast provider, as well as view on YouTube, helps support us as we inch closer to our goals on improving our show, so we can bring to you, the Crit Crew, exciting Dungeons & Dragons real-play gaming content. Share us on your socials. Help spread the word about Creating Grin. Check out our website at creatinggrin.com or our Instagram at crit underscore eating underscore grin. We're also on Facebook at C.E. Grin, capital C, capital E, capital G. Hit us up with episode questions on our Creating Grin Discord server, on our Talking Crit Questions channel. Game Master, Dungeon Master, looking to take your players into the world of Solaris? Check out our digital shop at coffee.com backslash creatinggrin at ko-fi.com backslash creatinggrin where you can purchase digital maps from our current and past episodes to upload on your favorite virtual tabletops, or go old school and print them out on paper and lay them forth in front of your players to conquest. Artwork from Creating Grin Season 2 is provided by our amazing artist, Megan. If you are looking for character commission work or just love amazing character artwork, check her out at her digital shop at coffee.com backslash Megalit. That's at ko-fi.com backslash m-e-g-l-e-t-t-e-t Sound effects for Creating Grin are provided by zapsplat.com Creating Grin theme is Living Voyage from Kevin McLeod at incomptech.com Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution License 3.0 creativecommons.org backslash license backslash by backslash 3.0 backslash All other soundtracks are from the amazing artists found on Pixabay at pixabay.com.